Something kept telling me, message this girl. Message Amelia. Attention all freelancers. Hello and welcome to the Attention Podcast where we dive into the raw realities of being a full-time freelancer. Join us as we navigate our own freelance adventures in the hopes of passing on some wisdom and insight to you. We're your hosts, Amelia and I'm Taisha, both full-time design freelancers. So without further delay, let's let's get get started. Thank you for joining us for episode three. Today, we're talking about community over competition and why it's so important to find a support system and your own sense of community being a creative. So I guess we'll start talking a little bit about why we want to talk about this topic and kind of how Taisha and I ended up meeting and mm. created our own support system within each other. Oh, sounds so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, so I guess, do you want to, do you want to lead with how we got acquainted? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. So it was absolutely by chance and luck. And it feels pretty crazy when we think back how our friendship and our support systems blossomed since the start. We found each other through a questionable webinar. Let's go with that adjective. Super questionable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like everyone found it pretty questionable and you took it upon yourself to start like a Facebook group for us to all chat on away from the webinar because we all seemed to really gel with each other instantly, which was quite weird as well. We had a really good rapport with a load of the other girls in the webinar. Um, and then something kept telling me, message this girl, that's made it, message Amelia, like, try and create something from this group I just immediately thought we could make something of this group it could be big like just like a connection hub for creatives that find themselves in the same position we have through other questionable webinars or you know Mm -hmm. other means um and then from there I think we kind of just got in a habit of talking every day after various calls about the group and where we could take that and before we knew it we're just like best buds talking every day helping each other through the woes of becoming freelancers and I guess let's start from there really yeah totally so it's just interesting how a chance meeting for some Mm. from some janky online webinar that I like I found it through Instagram and it was about you know like those how to make 10k in you know 10 minutes or whatever one of those things i fell for it hook line and sinker and that's how we met and then it's just interesting to me how you can find an authentic source of community through shared experiences right like you and I and a lot of the other people a part of that webinar like you said felt really kind of bummed out and taken advantage by it so we all decided to connect outside of the webinar in a Facebook space and then boom the, the rest is history so it's interesting that we saw in each other a safe space to share resources and to hold each other accountable for being creative and to bounce design ideas off each other and talk about frustrations that we have in the industry and where our goals were and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really, I guess, inspiring and and heartwarming too, to see that the importance of community is, is moments like that is being able to, 
share your frustrations, band together, share resources, and then help lift each other up in your own pursuits. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I find personally there can be quite a lot of competition in the creative fields and, you know, design industry. And it's, it's hard, I think, especially as freelancers, because it's almost like everyone feels that they're all competing for the same thing, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's really hard to get a foot up in the creative world when you're first starting. Like everything seems to be like you're priced out you want to make money, you want to get started, you want to make progress, you've got all these goals and aspirations and it's like every door is shut in your face because you haven't got 10 grand to commit to a mentor that's going to share all the the tips and tricks and guidance that you need to start making money. Yeah, and then even other creatives I find sometimes can be so proprietary with their own information and they're so guarded and, and holding on to what they've discovered rightly so because they've probably experienced the same thing right where when they first started they had to figure things out on their own and maybe you know maybe they were lucky enough to find a few people to to kind of gel with and share resources with and stuff but there's been too many times in my experiences where you've reached out to try and and just get some genuine authentic help or advice or suggestions or tips or tricks or whatever from people and and there, it's it's met with a bit of hostility sometimes, you know, just where icky sometimes, yeah, right, where people feel like they're trying to, like you're trying to get information from them so that you can like one up them in the game, and and it's hard because I I understand totally why you would be guarded with things if you've put in so much time and effort and work um, into creating let's say stickers, for example, right? Like you come up with a really cool sticker design and you, you don't want someone to, to copy it, right? Because there's so much copy and fraud in the design realm as well. But, you know, you, you create these things. You don't want someone to just come along and then glean all the information that you have and move forward. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I always kind of counter argue and counteract with that is the fact that the beauty of being a creative and the beauty of being a designer and a freelancer and whatever is the fact that even if someone tries to copy what you're doing, it's never going to be the way you do it. No, absolutely right? not. Everyone's got their own, their own art style, their own thought process behind everything, different backgrounds and it, it, all that you can have the same ingredients and make a completely different meal. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's just it where, especially with illustration, everyone has such um, unique and different illustration styles. So even if someone did want to copy an illustration you did, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the way that you did it. And I look at that even from like a business perspective, even if you're putting together like, uh, like a one page checklist, you know, um, it might maybe look the same, but it's not going to be the same process that you understand how. It's not going to be the same experience per se if you have created like a a fillable form versus just a printout so there's just so many different facets to it and and it's hard because you don't want to get taken advantage of as a creative you don't want someone to reach out to you with like maleficence you know in a way Mm -hmm. where they're like yeah I'm purposely wanting to take your information and do it so that I can also reap the rewards so 
So I wonder if maybe we touch about that. Like, what are some ways we can uplift each other and genuinely try to help each other, maybe rather than feeling like someone's trying to take something away from us? Yeah, I think it's changing the attitudes behind it because I think everyone sees the design world, the creative world is really competitive. Like we said in the first um, episodes that we get told there's no um, money in art, there's no money in this. And it's a lie. And when you think of the bigger picture, there's what, over 7 billion people in the world. You're telling me that one person that's doing the same thing as you is going to take all those clients possible in the world. And if you think about all the fast food chains in the world, you've got uh, McDonald's opposite a Burger King. Everyone's selling the same stuff. It's all the same shit, but it's just mm-hmm. in a different package. Like you can do the same thing as someone else, but you're going to find the right clients that want to pay for that. Like we could offer the exact same service, but someone might gel with you more than they would gel with me and vice versa. So you don't need to be so like, like we've touched on before, like gatekeeping over resources mm-hmm. and the the stuff, you know, the tips and tricks, you know, how to get clients because you're like you're just going to have different results overall anyway Mm -hmm. that's a really good point too where it's not only the the stuff that you're creating specifically but it's also the type of people you're reaching out to because you're right so many people on this planet and certain illustration styles or whatever that you might create are is never going to resonate with everyone so you you find you find your community you find your supporters you find the people who vibe with you and who want to connect with you and and that's always going to be more than enough and Mm. I think your your comment too about changing attitudes is really what's important and that's how we do start to create a sense of true community over competition where if we can change and shift the mindset from oh this person is asking this information because they want to copy me or whatever maybe offering and, and creating a space with a little bit more grace, so to speak, and be like, okay, this person's genuinely interested in what I have to do. And I understand that even if they are trying to copy me, it's never going to be the same from what I create. And it's never going to reach the same people that resonate with me in my work, you know? And yeah, a lot of the times I know for me, when I was a junior, 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 in my first like two years of being a designer, and I was like, oh, that's cool. How did that person do that? Just, just for curiosity's sake. And you reach out to people and you you get shut down a lot and or or people just never respond to you which is fair too people are busy but um anytime someone's come to me to ask me about something i've created or how do i do something or whatever i just i just share it because i think it's why we've got we've got so close because you are so open and willing to help someone <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> Um, but yeah, like that's the thing because for me, and I don't know if it's, if it's different for you, but for me having that, even having that strain of thought where I'm like, Oh, I don't, do I really want to tell them how I did this? Because mm-hmm. it, it feels like it lingers after the fact where if I just like, yep, this is like, here's the information. Here's what I did. Here's where you can look up more and then it just let it go. Then it's out of my brain, you know, then I'm like, whatever, here you go, go do your thing. It's rather than out into the world as well it's like it's yeah. good karma that you've helped someone yeah and like that's the thing too where a lot of the times I feel designers can get such a, a hard rap in general because you know there's Fiverr and there's Canva and there's all these things where it's like 
a lot of design isn't taken as serious in my opinion as it should be it's not always considered like a really strong thorough good profession because oh you just make things look pretty they don't think everything else that we do as designers so I think that's another reason why people can like covet some of the stuff that they've created is because it's it's they want to be you know professional and they want to be regarded as like oh I'm a serious designer you know but again sharing that wealth and helping uplift everyone in the design community will then in turn elevate the design industry right because everyone's going to have information and everyone's going to have resources and everyone can help each other and then hopefully over time that will then change the the outlook of design and people like oh these are just a handful of people that are good at their craft and good at making things look pretty this is a this is a serious industry of talented individuals of educated individuals that um that are working their profession yeah you got your piece out there oh man (laughs) all right i'm off my soapbox now I was just, what popped up for me when you were saying that was, I'm wondering whether it's like a confidence thing for designers that gatekeep, that you're not confident in what you're producing, you're not confident in yourself, in your offer, in your abilities. If you think that someone else that's Mm. new is going to undercut you, take clients away from you because you're helping them rise up, maybe you're just scared of or not scared, but maybe just you're just not confident enough in what you're producing. Or if that imposter syndrome leaks in, you know, where if someone's like, oh God, they're, if I tell them how I did this, they're going to see that it's really not that difficult or they're going to look at me as like a fraud, right? Because mm-hmm. that's a really interesting point too, where the whole mindset shift about it. Um, but yeah, I think especially as female designers, um, it's important to to help share the wealth, help share the knowledge, help uplift and support one another so that again, in turn, we can start to change mindsets and attitudes and gatekeeping practices within the industry, you know? Um, Sharing's caring. Sharing is caring, exactly. Create, don't hate that hashtag. Do you remember that hashtag that was like- (laughs) I haven't seen that one, no. You haven't seen that one? Oh man, there was, I think it was maybe last year or- Gosh, I don't know when, but there was that one that was like cycling around where it was like create, don't hate. And um and I don't know, I like I like the messaging behind it, but I just see it just sounds so like cringe <laughs> cringing cringe worthy to me. Or, create don't hate. Anyways, but yeah, you know, sharing is caring, create don't hate. If a junior is coming to you to find information or to ask you things. Be open-minded, approach it from a curiosity standpoint, right? Where someone's genuinely probably just trying to be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. How'd you do that, right? Yeah, take it as a compliment. Yeah, a compliment. Absolutely. Don't look at it as someone trying to undercut you or steal what you have or whatever, because A, they're not going to be able to create what you're able to create because they're not you. They're not your personality. They're not your character. They're not your style. And um, oh, I've lost my train of thought, but anyways. (laughs) I was going to say that I think being able to help other people is a confidence boost in itself. Like I'm now a mentor to someone that's starting off in the social media um, as a social media manager. And when I'm telling her stuff and we're on our calls, I'm just like reassured. I'm like, well, shit, I actually do know what I'm talking about. Like I actually can 
help someone out like I'm, I do know the answers I do know how to do this and how to do that and I can tell someone else and it gives me a boost I'm just like okay and then that then has a trickle-on effect when it comes to me doing my pricing and I'm um, trying to get clients because I'm now not like oh the imposter syndrome hitting like should I charge as much as I charge for my services can I really do it I'm like yeah hell yeah I can do it and I can mm-hmm. do it well and I can mm-hmm. teach other people how to do it so I think yeah. if people just like have that mindset switch of this is actually going to boost my confidence because I know what I'm talking about and I can help others I think that would go a long way in helping people mm-hmm. and your your point about pricing is really key as well because again to elevate how the world sees the design industry you know if everyone talks about pricing and how they price their work and why they price their work a certain way it's the and like thing to find oh yeah information on. it is it is and and but also like you know charge what like charge for the value you're creating not because you're just trying to get the client so I feel like if everyone had that information and had that well that wealth of knowledge and had that uh you know knowledge and understanding of how to price their stuff then that again I think will help elevate that design industries too because again like we have Fiverr and we have you know, the DIY market and all that kind of stuff where people, people don't value the, the depth that we take as creatives to, to do the things that we do. Mm. So they're like, well, I'll just do it myself because I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay, you know, a thousand dollars for a logo or whatever. I'm not going to pay that. So I will just do it myself or I'll hire some cheap, whatever. And when students are finished their design education, they, you know, the first year that they're working, I've seen so many charging like $50 for a logo. Yeah. I mean, and, I was only there oh a few months God. ago. <laughs> no shame. Anyways. No, I mean like, I I, let's be honest. I did it too when I first started, but, but that's the thing is because we don't know. Right. And we mm-hmm. think that because we don't have the experience, you know, in quotation air quotes here uh, that, okay, well, we're, we're not experienced enough. So whatever. But my argument is yes you are you've just finished design school you're educated you've got your you know if you've done a university education right you've got your four-year degree you have a degree in this why do you think that it's worth charging fifty dollars a logo for you know where anyone else that finishes school like if they've got a business degree or whatever they're more than comfortable charging like you know, $50 an hour for the work that they mm-hmm. do, right? You've got, you know, physiotherapists and all that kind of stuff. And I know it's, it's differences in, in industry, but, but again, bar none, you are experienced, you have the education. I just don't think you need 10 years to be able to charge what should be charged for a, for a custom unique logo, right? Like, mm-hmm. sure, if you want to go buy a template online, if you want to go buy something that's that's not unique and custom, then by all means, 50 bucks. But for someone spending the time, the energy, the thought, the research, the data mining to create a logo, a brand for you, like that's worth the money. And the only way that people are going to be aware of what their worth is and whatever is if we create, again, that community and that openness about sharing information. Yeah, I think one of the first big calls that we, well, the first group calls we had from the, um, the webinar off group was um, a call with you talking about pricing and just having having that time with you to go through that and have our little community of us that are just starting out it really like helped my build my, build my confidence in that I can charge these amounts and going back to creating your own community I think having 
a gang of people that are in your position maybe like one more that's a little bit more senior it's a good way to keep each other accountable to keep reminding each other that you are worth what you want to charge and just surround each other with that positivity and that um, accountability to just keep going and if you start to doubt yourself you've got people there to back you up and say you can do it and push yourself yeah absolutely and when you when you first get started of course you're going to charge less than than a seasoned designer right like mm. it's like with hairstylists you know you charge more for the experienced expert advanced owner stylist than you would for like a student stylist or whatever but so it's the same kind of concept but i just don't think that we should be charging so little for our services and and not valuing what we do and then through through finding that community through finding those mentors through finding you know your own support system with family, friends, other designers, whatever, that, that enables you to ask those questions and be like, Hey, like, what should I be charging? And then, and then, yeah, being able to do some, some quick math to figure out what baseline that you should be charging hourly and whatnot. I totally forgot that I had done that pricing presentation with you guys. I totally I still I look that. back at it sometimes just to remind myself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. And then something else I wanted to circle back to as well, actually, that you had brought up about, um, oh, you know, I, I can teach somebody else how to do this. I can, t- I can talk about this because I've done it. I think that's really important too, where as soon as you've done something, as soon as you understand something, you can teach it. You can share the wealth. You don't have to be like, again, some designer with 50 years experience and you've done 10,000 pricing seminars before you're you you're considered capable of sharing what you know right like just share what you know because you don't have to be an expert no not at all I think someone told me I don't don't know if it was you or someone else said that you've only got to be like one step ahead of someone to be able to teach that's all it takes so just go for it um what I wanted to touch on as well is how can people create their communities like where can they find people Hmm. And I, and it's interesting because before COVID, right? Before remote work and online and Zoom and digital and everything was so prevalent, I felt like, oh, okay, you gotta join clubs within your city. You have yeah. to um, talk to your friends. You know, look at schools like that kind of stuff. And that obviously is a great way to to find your support system to build your community. Is classmates right friends that are designers um look at look at clubs groups meetups gatherings design whatever in your city but also just online i mean you and i met by chance through some janky instagram (laughs) webinar and now and now we're a part of each other's support system so i think the thing that's really important to to take away is that like it doesn't have to be people you already know it can be people you meet. It can be through Facebook groups. It can be through even Instagram lives or whatever. I think the importance is if you, if you haven't found your community yet and you feel like you've exhausted all your options, maybe locally within your city, look online, you know, reach yeah, out to people so that groups. totally, even reach out to people you see, you see on social media. If you're following someone's work and you're like, wow, this is really cool just send him a message. Be like, Hey, like, I'm just love what you're doing, you know, engage in authentic conversations and then connect with the people that you feel 
authentically connected to and genuinely interested in. And then over time that builds up that community. Right. So yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that could be, that's another way that you can like accidentally slip into having a mentor. Like you drop into someone's DMS and just say, Hey, I love your work. Ask them maybe a couple of questions and you never know. They might be in a position like I was where I'm just like, do you know what? If you want the help, I'm willing to give it. If you can dedicate like a, a few hours a week and just, we can have a call once a week. Um, we can discuss how you're going to move forward, give you some action points. And if you dedicate your time to it, then I'm going to invest in you because I mean, that's part of like my, my ethos anyway. And why I do what I do in social media and graphic design is I like helping people. So just put yourself out there and be brave and just network. It all comes down Mm -hmm. to networking at the end of the day. You never know where an off chance comment could land you. I mean, for example, um, I connected with a woman maybe like two months ago or so randomly on a Facebook group. And now she's a potential lead and Mm. out of nowhere and you just never know if you just chat to people get to know people let them get to know you and you vibe with them you never know what who they know because it it could lead to work down the line you know or it could Mm. lead to they know someone that could help you out and mentor you or give you some advice that they don't know it's just all networking and then look for like local or national um even design organizations or design associations um in your area too like I'm not sure what you guys might have out in the UK, but here in Canada, we have the RGD, which is the Registered Graphic Designers of Canada, and they're constantly hosting webinars and seminars and panels and sessions, and like they have a mentorship program where you can like get connected with um, other like senior designers, or you can offer to mentor a student. So, so even that's a really great way to get your foot in the door and connect with obviously like-minded people within your community as well. Do you have anything like that out in the UK? Do you have like a UK design association or anything? Yeah, I remember hearing about um, like an illustrator's guild, I think when I was in, in, in university, but I haven't joined anything personally. I just mm. haven't like reached that point myself yet. Um, mm-hmm. But what I have had is um, I was approached by someone to attend um, a networking event for small businesses in my area. And then mm. from there I've made connections. So sometimes things just pop into your inbox by chance and that can turn into something you never know Mm -hmm. that's awesome Mm. cool well let's close with some key takeaways then from our discussion the big ones that stood out for me is be open to people coming in and asking you questions um be i would say generous with offering advice, tips, education, uplift each other in the industry, uh, support one each other, one, in, one another, uh, especially female designers, um, you know, uplift, support each other and do the work to find your own support system. You know, look for local events, local meetups, local groups, look online, connect through family, friends, other designers, you know, old school groups as well. Uh, but it's being, it's important to to find safe spaces in each other, to have a source to share resources and all that stuff, and just to be open. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think my takeaway is for people that might be in our position that have people approaching them is when to share and just give that free value because a lot of our job is giving free value to attract people to get leads. 
And like I was saying at the very beginning, when you're first starting out, you can feel so priced out of getting help. So I think a lot of people will help you out, but they're like, yeah, but you have to enroll in my course. Like I'm a coach mm-hmm. and I help people. So I think for some, sometimes for people in our position with a little bit more experience, it's a good idea to have that mindset shift of when do I want to help people and lift other people up and give them more potential and then when do I charge for that help because you Mm. don't have to charge for everyone like you can just like invest some of your time to people Mm -hmm. just to help out just to be nice you know it doesn't it doesn't all have to be like a money-making scheme or anything it can just be to genuinely want to help people Mm -hmm. yeah for sure for sure be wary of like yeah be wary of anyone who's trying to take advantage of your time obviously but Mm. if someone comes through with a quick question or they're just genuinely interested in something then if it's if it's quick and worth sharing then then just share and uplift and help each other because it'll come back to help you in the future I think tenfold yeah I definitely say like use your gut on a lot of things Mm. like with you I had a gut feeling to just talk to you and now like we have this we have this podcast we've got all these things going on um but then some people don't always have the best intentions so it is always a good idea to just listen to your gut listen to your intentions and follow that Mm -hmm. for sure cool thank you so much for listening is your brand struggling to create impact with your audience are you in need of a solid brand strategy for your business connect with me at amelianashdesign.com if you're in need of a brand or social strategy that allows you to connect with your audience and grow organically on social media then you can find me at divinecreative.co.uk did you know that you can also engage with us on Instagram? Myself at Amelia Nash Design and Taisha at Divine Creative underscore. And check out our Attention Podcast profile on Instagram too, at Attention Podcast. That's A-T-T-N Podcast, where we share recent episode clips, new episode releases, and other raw reality bits. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a like and a review on whichever podcast platform you're using, as this helps others like you find us. You have any questions for us? Want us to touch on a specific topic? Please email us at attentionpodcast. That's A-T-T-N podcast at gmail.com. Remember, pay attention and stay safe out there. Until next time. Bye. Bye.